0: I'm Marnie Vinge, and this is Irioki. Join me and my friends as we explore the darker side of the Sooner State. Alright, here we go. I'm Marnie Vinge, and this is Irioki, and I'm here tonight With Summer Winsman. What's up, guys? She hasn't been here in a long time. And we've hung out, but we haven't done a podcast together in quite a while. Yeah. So I picked this topic specifically for Summer because (laughs) I know what movie she loves more than any other movie. What movie is it? The Exorcist. Yes. So we're going to be talking exorcisms. And don't worry, there are Oklahoma exorcisms. There's a lot of exorcisms going on in Oklahoma, actually. A lot of people involved in the exorcism, exorcist... Uh, movement or whatever you want to call it. So, in The Exorcist, what's your favorite scene?
1: I really like when he's trying to convince them that he, you need, she needs psychiatric help. This, okay. this isn't a yeah. He's like, I'm not a priest. Yeah, she needs psychiatric help. Mm. But there's. Everything that I've seen about the movie, it's like oh, I passed out in the first ten minutes. About it's like there's nothing going on. Yeah. In the first ten minutes. In the first thirty minutes.
0: Yeah. No, there's, there's nothing. nothing. Yeah. There's
1: nothing. But all of the, all of the old like, the publicity stuff. It's like mm-hmm. oh, I passed out in the first half hour. This, this, and this. Oh, that's like, crazy. I didn't know that. Like the, like, the the crazy stuff happens at the end. Yeah.
0: Like the like the last forty five minutes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, I remember, like, in the beginning of the movie, the only, like, scary moment, really, is when there's that face in the kitchen or, like, on the oven or something like that on the hood of the stove or whatever it is. Yeah. So I have a funny story about that. So the first time I ever watched The Exorcist, it was Halloween. Mm -hmm. And I was with some friends. And we were at my friend's house. And another friend was with us. And we're all, like, in the second bedroom watching The Exorcist, laying down on the floor with blankets and pillows. And um, there's a knock at the door, like, right as that scene happens. There's a knock at the door. And we're like, oh, God. And the lights were off, so we were thinking, why would a trick-or-treater come up to this house? My friend opens the door. It's this little kid. He can't even be, like, 10 years old. And he looks at her, and he says, took you long enough? <laughs> yes. And his dad's out by the curb, and his dad's just like, like, just, he doesn't even know what to do. Like, he's just yeah. like, oh, my God, my son. I'm so sorry. Yeah. So that was that was my um, exorcist experience. But have you ever read... Um, Holy crap, what's it called? I think it's called Something About Jack Sparks. Like the Something Something of Jack Sparks. It's by Jason Arnop. And it's about this guy who, he is a paranormal investigator, but he's like a major asshole. Like, yeah. He goes out of his way to be a dick when he interviews people and stuff like that. <clears throat> and he basically like, gets involved in this demonic possession thing even though he doesn't believe in it. Like even though he investigates this stuff, he doesn't it's always really believe
1: Always those people they're like, yeah, oh, I
0: don't believe in it, but I'm gonna get neck deep in it. Exactly. And yeah. Probably oh, and ruin find my out life. It's real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So that that book is super good. And he wrote another one called, I think it's called Ghoster. And it's um it's about a girl who goes on a really good date with this guy. They go out a few times and the guy asks her to move in with him, which is kind of crazy because they only go out a few times. But um there are all these red flags too like yes right yeah we have (laughs) like so anyway uh she decides to move in with him and when she gets to his apartment which she has been to before she spent the night there all this stuff traveled down there all the time um he is gone and all of his furniture is gone so like dude has disappeared and she's like so did something bad happen to him or did he just really not want to be with me that much? Like yeah, yeah, it's really
1: it's a, it's he a good He ordered wa- a water, went to the bathroom and left. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> oh my god, like it is so it's so good and like she has a cell phone addiction and so she doesn't have an iPhone. She has like a Nokia brick because she's so addicted to her cell phone that she almost killed someone. Like it, you'd have to read it like it's what? it's crazy it's so good i love it but it's, there's
1: snake on the nokia brick so like i don't right yeah like yeah. That's,
0: yeah that's not conducive <laughs> that's true that's such a fun no, like, game i love that help. game oh my god i love that game okay so i just want to kick this off with like some cold hard facts that i was not aware of um so tulsa is one of only three cities in america where roman catholic priests are secretly trained in the rites of exorcism one of only three
1: See, I also don't know a whole lot of. Well, I know a lot of Catholics, but they're not like Catholics. You're right? Yeah, they're like yeah. fun Catholics. They're the, they're they're like, oh, I'm I'm only Catholic on holidays. Kind yes. Of thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The Church of C and E, Christmas and Easter.
1: Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I mean, we were outside of like a horrific Baptist experience as yeah. children. Like, we're so separated from like organized religion. It's not even yeah. funny.
0: Same. Same. So, apparently, like, back in 2014, this whole... This, this, kind of, this kind of struck me as odd. So, of all the people that could be writing an article about exorcisms mm-hmm. that work for the news stations, Lance West would probably be the last person that I would think... See, I mean,
1: and I'm not from this area, mm-hmm. so...
0: but Okay, yeah. But the only... When I was looking at
1: articles before I got here, the only person... Who I recognize, it was the KOCO article on, mm-hmm. I think the, it might have been the nurse Yeah, that did the, her name was Erin Bue. I ran cross country with her at Owasso. Okay. okay. The, like, okay. So I don't see, an I well, don't and know And then who Christine she is. Yeah. Stanwood. That's funny. Like, we yeah. know each other because, like, we lived in Overland Park at the same time.
0: Like, I think, I think Lance West is like a sportscaster, I think. Let me look. I'm going to look that up real quick because I could be wrong. I always get the weather and that's it. Let's see, Lance West. No, this is not the same Lance West. Let's see. Um, let's see. Blah blah blah. Oh, he resigned over a sexting scandal. Apparently, I didn't know that. You know. Okay. So anyway, he wrote this article about the exorcism, like exorcisms in Oklahoma. So in this article, he's basically kind of just doing like your typical news article overviewing this going on in Oklahoma City or whatever. And he talks to a couple pastors. One of the pastors is named Tiger Kelly of Watonga. And apparently I like thought it was
1: Kelly Tiger.
0: Is it Kelly Tiger? It said Tiger Kelly in the article I read. Really? Yeah. That's weird. I don't know. Tiger okay. is
1: a last name. Yeah. I know a, a lot of creeks. Yeah. I mean
0: my aunts. Last. Yeah. My aunt and uncle they're they're tigers that's cool i like that so this this pastor of watonga um apparently like people broke into the church or something and when they got there and saw what had been done they had wrapped the pulpit in snakeskin and stabbed a bible and wrote uh god hates you on the wall like behind the pulpit or on the over on the side or something it was like big for everybody to see broken yeah basically yeah and there was all kinds of stuff like they did a bunch of stuff, you know, and to me it just sounded like vandals, you mm-hmm. know, like maybe some teenagers yeah. just being bad. Like, OK,
1: like in Watonga, mm-hmm. realistically,
0: how hard is it to find snakeskin? Yeah, not. Yeah, not hard. I can imagine it's not hard. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I feel like that could have been, and his whole thing was like, he was like, this was definitely the work of Satanists. Like, Mm -hmm. these people are of the devil. Like, these, they're, you know, whatever. So, anyway, at this uh, church, or it may not be the same church, the article was a little confusing, but there's another pastor named Everett Scott, or Everett Cox, and he performs exorcisms pretty regularly. And he had a woman, like, this kind of, I found this a little bit, Alarming! A woman brought her five-year-old grandson, who was behaving quote devilishly. Yeah, like most five-year-olds. <laughs> like
1: well, and from what I've like read on exorcisms and stuff, like they the ones that have they hit like right at ed- adolescence. Yeah, supposedly there's like
0: that a is gap true. in yeah. spirituality. Yeah. That okay, that's interesting. I've never heard yeah. that. And then also, um cool. sexual assault survivors. Oh, wow. I can imagine that because I can imagine PTSD being yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, because I, I mean, I say imagine I, I have it, but I can imagine <laughs> that getting pretty like demonic. Yeah. I was not a pleasant person for a very long time. But um, so anyway, this woman brings her five year old grandson who is, you know, devilish uh, to Pastor Cox Um And they said they exhausted all avenues like psychiatric help, uh, pharmaceutical options, like doctors, all of that good stuff that you would hope someone would do before they decide to have an exorcism. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so this pastor performs these weekly. He has a weekly uh, exorcism session, but they call it deliverance, which is probably what you were talking about before we started recording when they like lay hands on them. And they're standing up. Like nineties like,
1: televangelist style. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. That's that's what I'm picturing when I read the thing. Because he said that a lot of people don't When you say exorcism, you know, people think the exorcist, all this stuff, but when you say deliverance, I think people are more open to like, oh, okay, like <laughs> <Deliver> us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the Prince of Egypt. Oh my god. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Um, so Prince of Egypt, Val Kilmer was totally one of the voice actors in that. Really? Yes, girl. Oh, I knew everything about Val Kilmer when I was like. Ghost in the Darkness is one of my favorite movies. Uh, yes. I love that story to the moon and back. Like that is one of my favorite stories from history ever. Um, my favorite line in that movie is you're white. You can do what you want. Oh my God. Oh my God. The, the line that I remember the most is I'm going to sort it out because he would say it with that irish accent but it was like kind of (laughs) bad yeah i'm going to sort it out yeah so anyway um pastor everett cox says this is what he says about like these deliverance experiences or whatever um quote we get to see these people live leave with big smiles they're pumped and as ministers we are pumped too because we got to see god actually use little old us What the shit? (laughs) Yeah, like, it's kind of... Oh, shucks. Yeah, yeah, it's like, I I don't know, it's so weird. But, um, okay, so there's another article from the Oklahoman in uh, 2010. So, for some, like, context, 2010, I believe, was when there was, like, a black mass type thing at the Civic Center. But I think it was a joke. Like, I don't think it was, like, actually serious or something and I think this is kind of what stirred up a lot of these like articles about exorcism because people were like whoa wait
1: which which civic center
0: uh, the one in Oklahoma City oh uh, okay yeah so I was like what so in this article from the Oklahoman in 2010 uh, Carla Hinton is the one who wrote it um, and she interviewed a man named Bill Jordan who is an, an ordained Christian minister um, he at the end of the article he says that he kind of like feels that he falls within, like, Southern Baptist kind of stuff. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> yeah. So he he's Southern Baptist, and this guy, okay, so, like, he is an exorcist. And, like, he gets, like, a thousand emails a week or something like that from people that are, like, my loved one is possessed by the devil. They said, growing up Southern Baptist, they said that about us just because we were half native. Right. So, <laughs> like... OK, yeah. Yeah. Just wait until you get to his list of the reasons you might be possessed. Like, hang on, because he had me up until that point. So, um, yeah, like and apparently at the time of this article, the author wasn't able to get in touch with the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops. Mm-hmm. But Letitia Eason, the chancellor for the Archdiocese of Oklahoma City, said that um, some of the dioceses have exorcists, but Oklahoma City does not. Um, And according to Minister Bill Jordan, the number of priests doing exorcisms in the United States as of 2010, when this article was written, um, was about six, which was a significant decrease since 2000 when he said the number was closer to 23. Yeah, the numbers get fuzzy. Like when I started looking at the numbers, it gets real fuzzy. Like it's I don't really know how many exorcists are going around right now or anything. But um, anyway, in the article, Bill Jordan goes on to say that six exorcists is not enough. Not enough, girl. Not enough. So, and I should also note that at that time, he had never performed an actual exorcism on a human. He'd exorcised a house in Missouri that had a demon, but he'd never performed one on a human. Um, And he also... Which is what happened in, like, the
1: exorcism that the movie The Exorcist is based off of, like this kid was bounced back and forth from Georgetown to St. Louis university. Oh God. Cause I think it was, it was his cousin mm-hmm. who went to SLU and well, cause they thought it was the house. Okay. In in DC, I believe
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, the family thought it was the house. Mm-hmm. So they went to stay with their relatives in St. Louis and the oh. cousin, the cousin who want every story of it's like, did he share a room with the boy cousin or the girl cousin? Because mm-hmm. it's never clear on which cousin actually saw the the marks coming out of his stomach or something. But his cousins actually witnessed it when his parents are like, no, he just needs psychiatric help. Wow. But his female cousin, I believe, is the one that went to SLU. Okay. And I think they're not – that's not a Catholic college, I believe. How long ago was that? 40s. 40s? Okay yeah and his cousin was like told one of her professors or one of the priests at her school was like hey um my cousin's a little touched in the
0: head yeah like
1: there's something going By the on the devil. Like, yeah yeah and even then they didn't feel like he met the criteria for a true exorcism wow, wow. even though one was performed and it took months yeah and his dad was about to lose his job because he was going back and forth from Maryland to oh, that's crazy, St. Louis and stuff like yeah. that. I mean, yeah, like to see that to see that now they're just willingly. Oh, yeah. Like you need an exorcism. Yeah. When yeah. when this kid was horrible, things were happening to him mm. from inside out yeah. that no one could explain at night, only at night. That's crazy. And he he would be fully monitored. And things would come out of his skin or... I just got chills. Yeah. Oh, my
0: God. Oh, that's so creepy. But then
1: during the day, he had no clue what was happening.
0: Did he have any memory of it? Mm-mm. Like, he didn't know what happened in the night and he That's just why be like, they,
1: they initially thought he was bipolar. Yeah. Until he was fully monitored. And then the way the, the, the Jesuits, I believe, mm-hmm. eventually decided to... Before night hit. Yeah. Then they would start praying and doing they wouldn't wait till it started. Oh, okay. That's supposedly what got through all of it. Okay. Wow. That is Oh, I just got chills like And that then is. the author of the Exorcist, was it William Peter Blatty? Mm-hmm. He was in one of the classes taught by one of the Jesuits.
0: Oh at my SLU,
1: god, that's who so was crazy. involved in it. So when they were telling when they were talking about it, he overheard all of this. <gasps> And he's like, and he wrote us that he wrote the book. Oh my god, that's amazing! I yeah. love that so. Much. That's why. That's why. If you watch the movie and then you, they, mm. it's really. I can't find whether the guy's name is actually Robbie or if mm. he changed his name. But yeah, this kid apparently wanted. He wants nothing to do with that past because mm. I think he works for NASA wow. now. Or I mean, I'm sure he's wow. retired. Yeah. because he was like 11 or something yeah. when all this happened.
0: Damn. But oh that was in god. that was like 49. That is crazy. I I didn't know any of that. But That's it amazing. got to where
1: even his family his uncle was ready to kill him because he would get into that like demonic headspace to where he I guess tried to kill his aunt. Wow. Yeah.
0: Oh god. Oh my god. That is that, that is like I don't even know what I would do like if I thought somebody was and to me I think it's almost scarier because I know as much as I do about mental health like if I was at a point where I was like this is not a mental disorder Mm -hmm. I would be scared shitless like if I was sure that it was not like worldly I would be scared to death
1: well and there's still some people that were involved with and I guess because I can't remember which one of the Jesuits
0: Mm-hmm.
1: kept a diary but there were some things that happened in the room mm-hmm. that he didn't even write down because he was so appalled by it oh my God. and then that room i'm trying to I'm trying to find what hospital it ended up being in
0: mm-hmm.
1: i know it, I, I can't remember if they were around Slu or if they went back to maryland mm-hmm. but that room they sealed it off Wow. like after everything was
0: done they so like, sealed no, it off yeah yeah that's crazy god yeah so bill jordan i i don't i don't see him as quite like the guy in the exorcist but he uh so he is a firm believer that the reason so there's been a spike in the need for exorcisms and a spike in like quote unquote demonic activity and a lot of people within christianity believe it's because it's the end times Like, so they think that that is, like... That
1: makes me think of um, American Horror Story Apocalypse. Oh, my
0: God. (laughs) Yeah, like, they... Yeah, they think that it's uh, end times, that sort of stuff. And um, so Bill Jordan has a colleague who, for the article's purposes, did not want to be named.
1: Oh, no shit.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So he... This colleague and and Bill developed basically what amounts to a training program slash manual for exorcists. See, in the first... <laughs> i'm getting so mad
1: <laughs> because there were notes on this and the church is like we're not giving it to you right nope we're yeah. not like
0: the, yeah 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 because like the the ch- fact
1: that they're all willy-nilly with this now too yeah
0: it's a little scary
1: and it's like oh yeah here's a whole like
0: hmm Here's a whole
1: like, yeah. Here's a PDF
0: file. Right. Of what yeah. to do if you think that someone's I got on the dark web. Do you have a, do you have a
1: Dropbox?
0: <laughs> Is your airdrop on? Oh Let me God. send this to you. Let me send you my exercise, a manual that I wrote with my buddy. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just very, it's questionable at best. We were high, but Jesus was there. I <laughs> Jesus swear. was there. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, dogs didn't like that. Um, <laughs> So anyway, then this, like, my notes here, I had already talked about, like, that the pastor I talked about earlier said that deliverance is used, and many Christians recognize deliverance before they will, like, be like, oh, yeah, we do exorcisms. Like, they'll be like, no, we do deliverance services. You know, it's kind of like PR, I guess, like, for exorcisms. So anyway, in this article, the author also talked to uh, Reverend Cox that we mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. and he, this is where he talks about his weekly services. Um and something that I thought was interesting is he's a Navy vet and he has a degree from the University of Oklahoma, and <laughs> I only say that because like I feel like you probably have to be of sound mind to do those things. Like, but so if you're a veteran of any sort, you might have. Would, a, would you
1: would you be of sound mind? That's
0: true. Yeah, you might not. You might not. You might not be. That's true. So yeah, I mean,
1: and you made the choice to go to OU.
0: <laughs> Are you truly all there? <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna get so much hate mail. <laughs> Oh, my God. So, um, okay. In one evening service, so this guy does this every week. Jeez. He said in one evening he performed 13 exorcisms. Mm -mm. Like, this guy is definitely performing them willy-nilly. Yeah. Like, this is willy-nilly exorcisms going on here. Um, So, and in a deliverance session, basically what that involves is the pastor or the person who's, like, trained or whatever, um, they pretty much like pray over you in Jesus name that the person will be freed from what is oppressing them. Um, And then Bill Jordan, the guy who wrote the Dropbox manual with his friend, he, okay. So he like, basically, this is his thing for an exorcism ritual. You need a Bible or Bible scripture, holy water, a cross, and that's it and maybe a bi- an actual bible too like maybe an actual bible as long as well as the scripture that you're going to read whatever. So anyway, um and all of these elements are taken from the Catholic rite of exorcism. Um and this guy considers himself Southern Baptist, which I thought was a little was, bit weird.
1: Can can you like can you do that?
0: I don't know. I don't know. That's what I was wondering because I was like when I was younger, I had a friend that was Baptist and like they did not think well of Catholics. No. You know, like Oh my that gosh. Was, they... Catholics were bad, like Like
1: even even like first Baptist. Yeah. versus like Southern Baptist mm-hmm. or like Assemblies
0: of God. Oh like, girl. The, it was yeah. it was a whole ordeal. <laughs> my mom was always excited to go to the Methodist church because they could dance. Yeah. <laughs> like cuz we couldn't do that in the Church of Christ. But yeah, so um, According to all of these guys What is causing this uptick In demonic possession? TikTok Close. They probably (laughs) If this article had been written today, I bet that would be on there Were
1: you you around today When TikTok had a glitch? No. TikTok glitched for like An hour and a half and everybody thought It was over (gasps) Everybody thought it was over, but there was one girl That I follow on TikTok, she's like 18 years old, Mm -hmm. she's an like her whole TikTok, she's just an Irish step dancer. Yeah. And she was like, guys, it's okay. I found this bug reporting website and there's a glitch in tiktok being reported in australia and germany like she was oh my she God. sounded like a mom talking to her kids yeah. during a tornado guys it's just a bug it's gonna it's be okay. just a glitch we wouldn't be able to go on live if the app was truly down like and then everybody else was like i love you guys you mean so much to me follow me on instagram i'm making a youtube right now <laughs> And she was Oh my god! it was just like this little girl who oh like her whole content is just Irish step dancing to rap music. Oh, my God. That's amazing. And she's like, guys, it's going to be OK.
0: That is amazing. And everybody else
1: is like, it's over, guys. TikTok was so good. I love you.
0: <laughs> I'm like, I love that so much. Like, well, maybe, oh, my God. Maybe the kids are the future. I don't know. So other than TikTok, what would be your like top guesses for what is causing all this demonic possession? Ashley Madison probably i mean i would agree with that actually <laughs> porn hub. Like, yeah that's one so, hell yeah porn um illicit drugs immorality um and I, those i i i'm okay i'm with you like i'm like okay that makes sense like whatever i don't know that i agree with it but that makes sense okay ouija boards yeah 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 whatever we've heard that forever um and then his next one is fantasy role-playing games like dungeons and Dragons.
1: Okay, my whole thing on Ouija boards—it's like everybody puts so much fear and emphasis on the supposed power of Ouija boards, mm-hmm. but like they also made a board game out of Jumanji. Yeah, and a whole like, I didn't, I didn't see the second one or the the newer ones because mm-hmm. why? Either.
0: Yeah, I but either. I mean,
1: like the first one scared the living shit out of me. Uh, yeah, that's way only, scarier than a Ouija board. only because. There were flying monkeys. Oh my Same God. with I've 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 told you about my fear of like aviary primates. You have have
0: you told me about this? I don't know if you've yeah, told me about I've, this. I will not watch Wizard of Oz and I will not watch Jumanji. Okay. I cannot remember if I told this story on the last podcast, but one night I was home alone <laughs> and, and saw a flying monkey. <laughs> Okay, so I was watching (laughs) Destination America, which was like known for like monster programming that's like kind of subpar. Yeah, and I was watching Quest. Yeah, I was watching Monsters in America, which was one of my favorites, and I have a couple of funny stories from that. So, this night I'm here all alone. It's dark. It's like October, and um, (laughs) I'm watching this episode. And this episode, I shit you not, is it scares me so bad that I call my friend, and we go to a bar because I don't want to be in the house by myself. The episode is about a forest in California where there are flying monkeys.
1: No. See, it scared me. But here's the thing. Like, I'm... Even though flying monkeys aren't a thing... Like, logic tells me, especially if the source is in California, that's just a lot of acid.
0: Yeah. Yeah, probably. see,
1: that, like... If you just say California or Florida, I'm mm-hmm. like, LSD.
0: Yeah. We're good. We're, We're good. safe, guys. Yeah. So if it was, like, flying monkeys in, like, Missouri, that'd be terrifying, That's I think. That's crack. That, that would, I don't know. I've lived in Missouri. Okay, yeah. That,
1: there, There's different yeah. drugs there. It and makes me
0: think of, did you ever see Winter's Bone? No. Oh, my God. Okay, that movie is all about the backwoods of Missouri and, like, <laughs> the meth running rings. Yeah. And like, oh, my God, it's hairy. Like, it is, it is. Really, really bad. It's good though. Like
1: working on the Missouri side, like in interviews, I was asked if I'd ever sold or cooked methamphetamines. Damn,
0: like, that's Missouri in a nutshell. Damn, that's yeah. crazy. Okay, so some of the other things that can that this guy believes have brought on this about is like movies and books, like Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. You know, so and I think that if I saw a tweet recently that was like, if you didn't know at least one kid that wasn't allowed to watch Harry Potter, are you really from the Midwest? That was that was literally us and. We weren't allowed to watch Disney, too. Really?
1: Yeah, because it was all witchcraft.
0: Mm. There was a lot of witchcraft on Disney, now that I think about it.
1: Like, every... Or it had to do with magic or something like that.
0: Yeah. So, this guy, like, he, he had me when he was talking about, like, illicit drugs and immorality. I'm like, okay. But then he gets into the Harry Potter stuff, and I'm like... <sighs> Just sigh. So, um, maybe he
1: knew something about JK Rowling that we didn't.
0: Maybe he did. Maybe <laughs> he did. Yeah. So, I will give him credit though, because for the guy who's like willy nilly performing exorcisms, this guy claims that of every 1,000 emails he receives, only about one of those is an actual case of demonic possession. Yeah. And so he's at least like, discerning enough that he's like you know what this sounds like mental illness Mm -hmm. and he and he tells them like this sounds like mental illness go see a psychologist or whatever which I feel like is pretty responsible um if you're gonna be in the business of exercising people it's like like. please
1: go go to laureate get checked in (laughs) for my Tulsa people who know what laureate is (laughs) um go get checked in send me a referral Mm -hmm. if things don't work out yeah (laughs) <laughs> then we'll go from there. But like yeah. I was telling you about the availability heuristic. Yeah. It's basically where, and I think it was the Shudder documentary on The Exorcist. Mm-hmm. It was talking about the upticks in exorcisms and stuff. And then a guy who, he's a theology professor. Mm-hmm. He He was like, basically, it's just the availability heuristic because they'll say, they'll be like praying over them or something. Mm-hmm. And it's like. And they will literally be squirming around like you would see in The Conjuring or The, yeah. Exorcist, the Exorcist or something mm-hmm. like that. Or like in Possession movies. Yeah. It's like their brain is pulling from that file. I've seen this before. I know what to this do. Is what, yeah, yeah. This is what is being asked of me. Like, who's in there? Lucifer.
0: Oh, my like, God. Yeah, it's a, it's then, like a performance almost. Yeah, Yeah. And then
1: in like 30 minutes, it's like. Like, they're rolling their eyes that around and wild. they're coughing and yeah. everything. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, I feel better.
0: Wow. Yeah. Holy crap. That yeah. is That is crazy. It's like their
1: brain, their their brain is basically like, oh, I've heard this. I yeah. Know. It's like that, that scene in SpongeBob where he's just running around pulling things out of the filing cabinets. Yeah. That, that basically.
0: Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. That's like, that's really fascinating kind of that is wow that's really cool and then
1: they're just pulling things from movies Mm. and tv that they've seen before and even the footage of the exorcisms Mm. that they like the recent ones that they were performing it's just like somebody's got their their hand on someone's head and it's Mm. like i rebuke you and this this and this and then christ
0: compels you
1: yeah well not even that because they're not
0: catholic okay yeah it's just
1: some guy he was like I'm an exorcist mm-hmm. and then he's just talking to someone looking him in the eyes and they're rolling their eyes around crazy and then all of a sudden they start coughing and uh, everything's chill
0: that's so crazy oh but yet yeah, this I think I would like be really freaked out if I was at one of these things like I, I would either be really freaked out or I'd be sitting there just kind of like <laughs> just like not really knowing how to act like I grew up
1: in rural Oklahoma with five channels, and one mm. of them was Channel 15, and that was the church channel.
0: And was it TBN? Yeah. Yes,
1: girl. Yes. Yes. I like, yeah. Somehow we got lucky and got MTV2, and sometimes mm-hmm. I didn't want to watch Beavis and Butthead. You wanted to see those deliverances. <laughs> so at 2 a.m., I'd be watching these televangelists. Yeah. And they would just oh be like, gosh. they'd have their, what's it, Brother Benny? I don't remember him. Uh, he would just have his hand on somebody's forehead and be screaming around. Oh, my
0: God. And then all that's, of a
1: sudden, someone would just fall to the floor, and everybody's like, woo! That
0: is so crazy. Oh, my God. Did you
1: know that somebody that worked closely with Joyce Meyer was having an affair, and because in the Christian religion it's frowned upon mm-hmm. to get a divorce, I think he had his whole family, like, just offed.
0: No? Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. my God, that's crazy. Yeah.
1: Like That's it's, insane. It's some. It's some henry the eighth shit it's yeah. like i can't divorce I'm make my wife a whole new religion yeah like <laughs> he he found a way to get new poon that's like crazy. that was it like somebody's gonna have to like somebody's gonna have to die someone's gonna have to die for yeah. me to get
0: new poon yeah yeah that's like <laughs> wow that's crazy oh and my god old joyce was out there vibing living her life oh, sure and... yeah which by the way did you know this like i was looking at this thing it was it had to do with um I think it was, like, COVID, relief or something. And they were talking about how much, like, all these televangelists make. And, like, all of them have all these, like, insane millions and millions of mm-hmm. dollars. And then Joyce Meyer is, like, at the bottom of my first thought was... It's because she's, she's a woman. woman. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was my first thought. <laughs> Not, and I'm, like, I don't even, like, really support what she does. But I'm, like, damn it. Why isn't she making the same as, like, T.D. Jakes? Like, I don't know. But anyway... You know, with... With her style and the mm. way she
1: carries herself, if she would just like one time be like, "I love the gays," her everything would just yeah. Because we all know yeah. Mm. I mean, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I agree. If she would
1: just one time be like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm really into softball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 like it's funny. We would
0: you know, we'd be all about it. We'd be
1: all about it. And her, her income would freaking skyrocket.
0: Then they, yeah, exactly. Oh my God. Yeah. So one of the things we talked about this, like about the criteria and stuff. Mm -hmm. So this is how they tell the difference between like, this is what this one guy, Bill Jordan says about telling the difference between like when it's someone that's mentally ill versus actually a demon inside their body. So of course, supernatural or paranormal happenings, levitation. Mm -hmm. And then Impossible acts according to physics, like Reagan's head spinning around, Mm -hmm. like stuff like that. Um, But I think one of the ones that I have always heard, especially from Catholics, is like speaking a language, speaking
1: a language that you're not exposed to. Exactly. Which Mm -hmm. right now in this day and age with all the technology, well, and even with I they've always just called him Robbie. So that's what I'm going to call him. He never they never felt that. That was part of the criteria that he met because he was around these Jesuits mm-hmm. so much. And he wasn't stupid. Mm-hmm. Like that was made very clear. He was yeah. not stupid. And no, he had never studied Latin before. But if you hear something multiple times, you're going to be able to regurgitate it. You tuck it into your subconscious. And that's and that's what he would be able to repeat back. Mm hmm what these Jesuits and what these priests were saying to him in Latin. He Mm -hmm. was saying it back that their whole thing was, he doesn't know what it means. Right. If you ask, if you were to ask, like translate Mm -hmm. it, he wouldn't know, but he's heard it so much. He's able to repeat it. He's able to repeat it. Yeah. And that's part of the, like, even in the movie, the exorcist, Mm -hmm. they're like, he was like her speaking a language that she didn't know. Like that doesn't meet the criteria Mm -hmm. when they said that Reagan when, I never remember his last name, but Demi. Demi, as his mom would call him. Yeah. He's like, she doesn't meet the criteria. And he he was on the, like, the psychology end of it. Yeah. It's like, she doesn't
0: meet the criteria. Do you ever watch uh Stigmata? It's been a minute. Oh, I love that movie so much. Oh, my God. So, if you haven't seen Stigmata, Stigmata is basically this movie where... Um, I think it's Patricia Arquette. She plays a militant atheist (laughs) whose mother goes to, I want to say like Brazil maybe. And she gets like a uh, crucifix that she buys from someone in this village. And like while she's down there, there's all this stuff going on with like a weeping statue. It's weeping blood. So, which is one of the miracles, you know, in Mm -hmm. the Catholic church and stuff. And anyway, her mother writes, (laughs) writes to her, sends her this, Oh, go ahead. Have you ever seen Dairy Girls? No. You need to watch Dairy Girls. Oh my god, okay. Because there's an instant there's a
1: situation where like they're praying and I think it was I think it was Mary. The statue mm-hmm. of Mary. They thought she was crying, but what it was it was the dog was upstairs and the dog peed. Oh my god. That's
0: amazing. <laughs> I need to watch that. Dairy oh Girls is god. the best show on Netflix. Okay. I gotta see it.
1: It's, it's like set in like 90s Ireland.
0: Okay. So I'm, all, I'm there. I'm yeah, there. We'll I got to go see it. that. So, uh, in Stigmata, basically, she gets this artifact. Their mother gives her unwittingly, like unaware that it belonged to a an important priest, I guess, or something. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, she gets this and she's an atheist and she starts experiencing the stigmata. So, basically, like, um, wounds in her wrists yeah and crown of thorns wounds and one of the things about stigmata is that they the wounds smell like flowers that is one of this the um like not symptoms but one of the ways they qualify it
1: that's not a bad that's not
0: not a bad thing (laughs) yeah i've had wounds that smell and i would yeah exactly like flowers yeah so um anyway she and it's really cool because like she goes through this whole thing and there's this priest who is kind of like helping her through it. It's such a good movie. I love it so much. It kind of probably is the reason as a teenager that I was like, I'm leaving the Church of Christ. But anyway, (laughs) like, so yeah. So there's that. But anyway, um, Reverend Cox, who is the one that like performs these weekly sessions, um, he says he has a problem list that sort of if you're on this problem list, you're probably already closer to demonic possession than you think you are. Yeah. So like hate, self hate, rage, pornography, sexual addiction, and hoarding. So I'm close. <laughs> You're close. So I'm close. Do we need to pray? So I'm Let us close. Pray. Yeah, girl. saying You just you just listed like my daily activities. <laughs> I, I promise I won't tell Reverend Cox. I won't send him Cox. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I won't tell him you said that either. <laughs> Oh my god. So there's another article from Edmund Life and Leisure, which I thought was a really interesting publication to be talking about exorcism, but here we are. Here we are. So it's, hey, um, it's part of Daily Life. That's right. Um, author Bill Sherman, uh, he examined the topic back in 2014, um, and this is when that black mass thing was going on at the Civic Center. It kind of reignited an interest in all of this. Um, See, I don't even remember that yeah happening and yeah. i was a
1: functional human in 2010 i remember it but like, when you say civic center i
0: think tulsa civic center yeah so i'm just like what i just remember it vaguely and like it was kind of i feel like everybody kind of thought it was a joke like it was just like okay the satanists are going to the civic center like so they can like wave dildos around or whatever like you know i mean because it was kind of Why like a performative thing yeah exactly <laughs> like it was just i think it was one of those like hey you have a um a Ten Commandments monument, so we can have a Baphomet statue, kind of one of yeah, those yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, what state actually ended up with one? Jeez, I don't remember. Why do I
1: think it was Georgia?
0: I feel like it was. I feel like it was the South. Like, like the yeah, South, South, which made it like even more scandalous. Um, so, anyway, remember how I said Tulsa is one of three cities that train people for exorcisms? Mm-hmm. Every winter, they have basically what amounts to like an exorcist conference, like the Exorcist meet in Tulsa. And they learn about their craft. I'm
1: so fucking mad. Because I'm (laughs) from the Tulsa area. And I don't know anything about this. Oh, well, it's
0: very hush-hush. Like, it's very... They (gasps) they don't advertise it. Mostly people have to, like, seek it out. Like, they have to be, like... (laughs) You have to be in the club to be in the club. Or something like that. So, um, (laughs) there's a guy... Asking Jeeves right now. (laughs) Yeah. um, According to Monsignor uh, Patrick... Branken, the Mm -hmm. Diocese of Tulsa's only exorcist, claimed that the number of Catholic exorcists has doubled every year for the past three years, and this article was in 2014, so that was from 2011 to 2014, Um, and this guy also has a list of things that he thinks are the reason for that. Number one, Ouija boards. Number two, witchcraft. Number three, astrology. Number four, fortune-telling. Number five, other occult practices.
1: Okay. If they just knew their birth times... Right. They would totally understand astrology. They're just mad that they don't know yeah. their birth times. Yeah. It's I not think, my fault you don't know your rising sign.
0: Exactly. So You'd right. understand yourself a whole lot better. So basically, in the ministry of exorcism, this I found this very interesting because in a lot of modern churches, they kind of look at Satan as like a metaphor for like man's evil mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Straight up in exorcism. No, Satan is a real thing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Satan is a, an entity like mm-hmm. that you are at war with. So, um, and Branken kind of went through, like, he has a pretty extensive process that he uses to weed out, like, um, people who don't actually need exorcisms, like people who are mentally ill. And it says, callers go through a rigorous process that includes medical and psychological evaluation to eliminate any natural causes of the problem. A lengthy written questionnaire and personal interviews. He says, quote, I don't want... I don't want to treat someone for a spiritual problem if they have a thyroid condition causing the symptoms. Which I thought that was a very strange choice. Like, I didn't know that thyroid conditions could cause, like, things that seemed like demonic possession.
1: Yeah, because, like, the thyroid regulates a lot more than okay, people okay, notice. Okay, yeah, okay, okay. Like, because, the, yeah, the thyroid regulates a lot. Okay,
0: okay, then that makes sense. Um,
1: I'm mad... I'm like reading a Tulsa World article right now. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm mad at my grandma. Yeah. For, because she was like, she got the newspaper. Yeah. Like every day. She never told you?
0: She never fucking told me. That's messed up. I think she just, she just used the newspaper for coupons. Yeah. And my grandparents had a stack of newspapers. I don't remember what they used them for, but they kept them. And I think it was kind of like a Great Depression thing. Like, yeah. we could end up needing the newspaper for whatever else, like fire kindling or I don't know yeah see my,
1: my grandma like she would her and my aunt would cut coupons and then mm. like she, I I lived with her for so long and everything and it was like she never even looked at the sports section cause she'd be like cause she she was obsessed with Westbrook yeah had baby face do oh, last week that's and so, so I would just give her a rundown of everything Westbrook did yeah Oh. Okay. oh good okay that's like, so sweet she, she was mean as shit. Don't. Okay, okay. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> oh my but God. But she had baby face, too. That's so cute. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. And then, and then it was, oh, Bob
0: Stoops got fat. <laughs> oh my God. That's she'd amazing. be real quick oh calling out Bob on his weight issue. That is amazing. So, um, anybody who's li- been listening to the podcast from the beginning or who's gone back and listened to early episodes, they know that. Um, I did an episode with Jeff Provine. He talked a little bit about an exorcism that happened on the University of Oklahoma's campus back in, like...
1: I think <sighs> I listened to that episode. Yeah. It was, yeah. It's
0: an early, early episode. Yeah. I think it's, like, episode 9 or 10 or mm-hmm. something. Um, but anyway, I can't remember what year it was. I want to say it was the 70s, which makes it questionable because The Exorcist came out in the 70s and, yeah. you know, whatever. But there was a more dem- recent demonic possession that made headlines, um, and this was in November of 2017, an inmate at the Oklahoma County jail <laughs> died after being exercised. Okay. And I, I was looking to this old boy was just having a seizure. Yeah. I like- think it was a woman. It was a woman. It was a yeah. woman. Yeah. yeah. She was just having a seizure. Yeah. Yeah. And the and nurse was like, it was a methamphetamine induced seizure. Like, it was because she was withdrawing. I was about to say. So, so a detox situation. Yeah, Yeah, she was withdrawing. And because I think they said, I want to say they said she got there on, like, February 10th and maybe Mm -hmm. the seizure happened on the 12th. Well, the nurse was, like, banned from the property and everything. (laughs) Yeah. So this nurse basically, like, this girl starts having a seizure and, like, these other people on the, in the floor are like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? And this nurse is like, she says, according to them, and I quote, do you mind if I perform an exorcism? And like I'm sure that these guards were probably like what like what do you mean like because apparently at one point I think one of the um, one of the people on the floor a lieutenant of the sheriff's office stopped it was just finally like okay no 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 and you know they called for for people and um, the girl ended up dying the next morning or in the night or something like that and. It was later determined that she died of an acute coronary event that was a direct relation to methamphetamine use. So, like you said, yeah. detoxing. But, yeah. yeah. And, yeah, this lady, I think she faced maybe criminal charges Yeah. over this. I've
1: heard people refer to taking a shit as performing an exorcism, too. So. Oh,
0: my God. I've never heard that. I'm going to think of that every <laughs> time now. Oh, my God. I don't want to think of you. Just performed an exorcism. <laughs> Just performed an exorcism. Oh, my God. <laughs> So one of the things that I wanted to talk about at the end of this was, um, you know, I've made I've made quite light of exorcisms and stuff and all that. But there is a video that I had to watch when I was hospitalized, when I was in group therapy. and It was, <laughs> um, it was called it's from the moth radio program, which is like. I don't exactly know who they're with or whatever, but they do a lot of really high quality stuff. And this was this particular thing was by Andrew Solomon, who is the guy that wrote The Noonday Demon, which is like the atlas of depression. Oh, wow. And Andrew Solomon has done extensive research into depression and stuff. And so as part of his research, he went to Africa and he was like, I want to see how they treat mental health. Mm-hmm. And so he like goes to this village and um, they... He tells the he tells the people there, you know, I have depression, like blah 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 and they're like, Okay, we got you. Like this is what we're gonna do and We're gonna
1: take you out back and shoot you.
0: Not quite. But they do make him like bathe in blood and they perform this whole like huge ceremonial like drums are pounding like Mm -hmm. all of these people are cheering for him to beat this demon that's inside of him and like finally at the end he ends up covered in blood and it's really funny to hear him talk about it because he didn't know he was going to be covered in blood Mm -hmm. and he was like oh my god (laughs) okay they just poured blood. blood on me yeah and anyway so they go through all this stuff and he basically his thesis after it is like maybe america needs to learn something from this because he said Like, when I was in that group of people and they were all cheering for me to beat this thing. Yeah. Like, that was huge. And he talked to one of the... um, Because
1: there was a level of support. Exactly. It wasn't just like, you're fucked up or you're making it Something's wrong with
0: you. Yeah. There's something in you that we need to get out. Yeah. how it was, you know. Well, and
1: they... they, It's
0: external for me. Yeah, Yeah.
1: Exactly. Mm -hmm. And they... Or they didn't even deny that it might be societal or something like that. It's Mm -hmm. just like... We're going to help you. We, we, yeah. Even, that's the thing with mental health is, like, just, like, the slightest amount of just outside support. Mm -hmm. Outside, like, someone just, like, telling you constantly, like, I believe in you, man. Mm -hmm. And that can do a lot. Yeah. That could do a lot for people. Just, like, having someone, like, genuine say, like, not even, you don't even have to tell them what's going on. Or if Mm -hmm. you're upset, it's like, no, I believe in you. Yeah. No, like you're, you're a pretty dope person.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that can do a lot more than like, bro, you're fucked up.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And one of the things that they talked that he talked about also was he spoke with one of the, um, doctors there and <laughs> he, he was asking them about how they were treating depression in the area and stuff. And he's like, well, so, um, we take, we were taking the people and, and we would take them into a room they normally were outside most of the time we would take them into a dark room we would sit them down and we would tell them to talk about all of their worst problems for an hour and then we would make them leave and he said and it got worse and <laughs> so basically his whole thing was like you need to kind of reevaluate like how we're doing this and like it yeah. was really it's really fascinating it's such a good video you have an hour yeah, exactly. Like, I'm going to talk about... We're going to talk about everything that makes you sad for an hour. And then I'm just going to send you on your way. <laughs> like, <laughs> and you get to come back next week and do it again. <laughs> but they don't pay for that shit. Yeah. Maybe.
1: <laughs> maybe their healthcare system's really on to something, Maybe. Though. Maybe. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Was yeah. it court-appointed?
0: Like... I don't think so. I think I can't even remember how it like how it worked, but yeah, yeah. I will post that video in the group, or I'll try to remember to. Um, and if I don't, somebody remind me, and I'll I'll get it out Cause there because it's forget. yeah. I'll for I will forget like a hundred and ten percent. So anyway, you got anything you want to plug?
1: I mean, I'm just some somebo show.
0: Yeah, on all social media platforms, follow her, you guys. Follow That's her. That's she it. posts good stuff. So um. All I've got for you guys is uh irioki.com. Books are available. Um, so basically, like if I sell them on my website i keep more of the profit than if i sell them through amazon so it's like a better deal for me but it takes me longer to get them to you guys um i i'm so thankful for like all the people who have been buying them that is huge and also there are subscriptions available on irioki.com you get the episodes a week early plus some fun interview stuff that summer and i will be doing after this um follow me on instagram at irioki facebook is the same join the group and y'all stay spooky
1: I can't believe I forgot my bug spray again.